No. Welcome to the RN to Writer Show, where we help nurses and other clinicians become freelance writers. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes. I'm a nurse and a former six-figure freelancer, and today I coach people like you on techniques and strategies that can help you thrive as a freelance writer, too. Before I dive in, I encourage you to expand the description box here on YouTube to see all the resources I refer to in this episode. Today we're talking about juggling. As a freelancer, you have to juggle a lot of things. So let's talk about a few of the balls we juggle as freelancers. Well, perhaps the first thing is our marketing. We have to juggle that on a regular basis, and we need to keep that ball up in the air with ball number two, our clients. Because, of course, the goal of marketing is to get the clients. The clients give the assignments, and that brings up ball number three, which is deadlines. So that's the first three balls we're juggling, marketing, clients, and deadlines. But that's certainly not the only thing we have to juggle in our freelance career. In your case, possibly you also have to juggle your existing job with those other three self-employment balls. So that would be ball number four, your existing job. And then fifth, what every freelancer has to juggle, in addition to their business and potentially their existing job, is their family commitments, because we all have family commitments. Even if it's just you yourself as a solo person, there's fun stuff you want to do, right? You want to travel, go to the beach, whatever, whatever. Well, now you have to juggle that too. The question becomes, how do we effectively juggle a minimum of five balls in our freelance career? Well, what I always tell people is, Remember this, we make times for the things we prioritize in our life. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying that from a judgmental or punitive standpoint. I'm not saying if you find it hard to carve out time to work on your writing business that this makes you a bad person or you're doing something wrong. That is not the point. The point is you need to get a little better at juggling because, as I said, We juggle the balls of our life based on priorities. We give time to the things that matter to us based on priorities. And you know, often the number one thing that we prioritize is our nursing job and our family, because those are important things, right? Our job pays our bills right now our nursing job, those shifts we take, paying our bills, obviously we're going to prioritize that. Not to mention we're socialized to prioritize that. We're socialized to prioritize a steady paycheck. And if you have a job, that's what your job gives you. So that's often your number one priority. Secondly, on that list, very close behind is family stuff. If you have kids, of course you want to be involved with their lives. Of course that's your number one priority. That's why you had kids. If you have aging parents, that's probably a high priority for you. Even if you don't live nearby, you might spend time doing things long distance to help care for them and make sure that they stay safe and well. 
You get together for family events, the birthdays, the major winter holidays, and all of that stuff. And again, the reason we prioritize this is because all of those things have high value to us as human beings. But if those things are crowding out your business, there are ways for you to value your business and find, make the time to prioritize it. So let me give you some tips for that. Number one, what I recommend to everyone in many coaching sessions and particularly my private coaching clients, set fixed business hours. This is basically when you are open for business. If you were a retail or brick and mortar establishment, if you were a nurse setting up an infusion parlor, or you were going to have an injecting business, you would not say, I'll do that when I find the time for it. You would, you would have to have operating hours when clients could book appointments and show up and get treatments. If you treat your writing business that way, suddenly you will find that you're prioritizing it. Now, I'm, all, I'm not saying that you need to have your freelance business open 8 or 10 hours a day like you might with a retail-type business. You can have your freelance business open one hour per week if that's what works for you right now. The important concept here is setting that schedule in stone for yourself because then you will prioritize it. It's on your calendar, so you will do it. Tip number two, lock your office door. If it's at all possible, place your home office in a room with a door. In other words, not at the kitchen table, not in front of the TV, with your laptop on your actual lap, if possible. The reason I say this is because even your biggest supporters, your spouse, your older children, anyone who's in your household, they may be entirely behind you 100% starting a writing business, but oddly, when you actually start working on it, here comes the knock on the door. Here comes the barging in. Oh, I'm sorry, I just wanted to interrupt you for a second. It'll only take a second, really. You can't operate a freelance business that way. Your freelance business requires mental focus. And every time someone knocks on your door, barges in, interrupts you, it throws you out of your focus. So lock your door and do not respond if your family members knock anyway. There's nothing going on in your household that can't wait for an hour I mean, I used to tell my mom, who did this to me, I'm not going to answer the door unless there's blood or fire involved. And I really, really meant that. If somebody ain't bleeding and there's not smoke, I'm not coming out of this office because I am working. Your family members would not dream of barging into your work in a hospital, right? Your your spouse and kids don't just randomly show up and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I know your patient is decompensating, but honestly, this will only take a second. 
but they will do it when you work from home. So lock that door and focus on your business tasks for the time frame, your operating hours that you have set for yourself. Third tip for juggling all your responsibilities as a freelance writer, set weekly goals for yourself. For many, many years on my calendar every week, I wrote, my goal this week is one new client. That was it. I was always after one new client because one new client becomes two clients, becomes five clients, and then you're off and running. So set weekly goals that are meaningful to you wherever you're at in your business. Your weekly goal might not be a client at all. Like don't take that example literally. Your weekly goal might be figuring out how to prospect for an hour. That's my entire goal for this week. Spend one hour figuring out how to prospect for clients even before I reach out. Your goal might be, I'm just going to spend an hour this week getting my office set up. That is perfectly fine. Whatever goal makes sense for you, set that. But the reality is if we don't set a concrete goal, we can never get there. We cannot hit a target that we don't see. So set your goal up. Fourth, following on that, prioritize your tasks in terms of reaching that goal. Take that goal, break it down into smaller action steps, and devote your time in the office to accomplishing those steps. And number five, which I touched on a little bit, don't be overly responsible for others. Your children don't necessarily need you to clean their bedroom before you sit down in your office to work. They can either do that themselves, which would be good for them to learn, or it can wait. Your spouse does not need you to bring them a snack when you're trying to work. I'm pretty sure if they're an adult, which I'm assuming they are if they're your spouse, that they are perfectly capable of finding a snack for themselves. But I know a lot of writers who, in their home office, nonetheless, prioritize all the needs of their family ahead of their work. If you do that, you're only juggling one ball, and that's your family needs. Let your family members or whoever else is in your household be responsible for themselves until you're done with work, and then you can be as responsible for them as you would like. You know, a point I want to make as I recap this. Nurses excel at juggling multiple tasks and responsibilities all day. It's what we're noted for. We're efficient. We learn our tasks and we prioritize them so that we're maximally efficient delivering patient care. And you can transfer that to your freelance business. As a freelancer, you can grow your business just by setting business hours, locking the door, setting your weekly goals, prioritizing your business tasks to reach those goals, and not being overly responsible for everyone else around you while you're working on your business. If you do all those things, you'll find that you quickly become a master juggler and then your career will start taking off in no time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the RN to Writer Show. 
Don't forget to click the subscribe button on YouTube so you never miss an episode. And hey, we have links to everything mentioned in this podcast in the show notes. You can find those on YouTube by expanding the description box below the video. And if you prefer audio, please follow the RN to Writer show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes. Keep pitching. <laughs>